0: Everybody to another wonderful week in the world of the Alpha Sports. This yes, yes, episode twenty-two. Oh, you're here. RSPN. To your left is mm. Jeff. To your right is Mark. Yes, yes, yes. yes. We have on? numerous different things on our carousel of conversations to have this week <laughs> in the world of the NBA. So again, thank you to everybody for tuning in. Um, I'm not sure exactly. I'm trying to navigate what i'm seeing here as how right we
1: now. should go about it well we should go about this conversation we're about to have
0: as everybody already knows rspn still very audio-centric our video we keep internally even though jeff and i have we'll we'll been having a whole lot of fun being able to look at yeah. each other week to week and be able to discuss the things that we have discussed about four seasons on That's the true. show um getting a little bit of a different vibe this week Jeff is li- for those that can't see it. Jeff is literally salivating at the mouth on what is you to know, come. Uh, hey man, from the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, and the Miami Heat. I don't know if local love is going to reach a boiling point this week. I don't know
1: if it'll get there. You know, I'm I'm not I'm not feeling uh, If you would have caught me, like maybe the next day, day prior. But since considering where we recorded, just you know, my emotions about it have moved on. You know, we've already beaten other teams. It's just another. It's just another week for us now. Well. Uh, but we'll definitely we'll definitely get into it though. The sure.
0: funny thing is, the beginning of the week, Robbie said the Wolves are going to beat the Miami's ass. Shout out to those that uh, for, for those that are tapped in with Robbie, of course, at Robbie Rav on Twitter. You've heard him multiple times on That's right. RSPN as the RSPN alumni, uh, very yeah. big Timberwolves fan that told me earlier in the week, do not watch on Saturday. The Miami Heat are going <laughs> to get their ass whooped, and that boiled my anger because I mean, you know how I feel about doubt and the Miami home, Heat, but. He was right. That's one of the numerous things that we have on the carousel of conversation because not only do we have what has happened with Brooklyn and Philadelphia, mm-hmm. we got to talk about that because the RSPN faithful have already been asking for a part two of a very big fight. <laughs> and I don't know if it's going to be a fight yet. I don't know, yeah, if, if, I, really. I don't know if it's going to be a fight I don't if know yet. if
1: they'll get that. Yeah, yeah. We
0: might get some fights in a, in, a, in a month or so when it's if if yeah. we do get Nets in six. When it, when it matters. Yeah, when it matters. On top of that, we also have a very special guest in with us. This we week, do. been tapped in with her on Twitter. Her bylines have been all within the NBA universe complex sports, basketball news, SB Nation. I've been very tapped in yeah. because she's very vocal on not only her Golden State Warriors, but also uh-huh. within Dub Nation as well. Ended up learning yes, that so. yesterday. It actually is hashtag Dub Nation. <laughs> I'm so accustomed yeah. to hashtag he Twitter that I thought it was automatically going to be hashtag Warriors Twitter, but they got a nice little they they, they, they even have it dressed up with a nice little emoji at the end it says Dub Nation yeah, with a little yeah, bit yeah. of a joint on that yeah, yeah, i want to check if Heat Double Twitter is... has their own joint, because now I'm, a little, bit, I'm a little bit jealous. I don't think
1: they do. Does the Heat have another hashtag that's like official, or is Heat Twitter just like a fan thing?
0: No, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is that, is that the,
1: is that, are you sure that's the official No, hashtag? it's not. Well,
0: the official hashtag and I see a Heat logo on it, it's hashtag okay. Heat Culture. It's pretty sexy. If you if you ask, hashtag he coach, oh
1: hashtag he coaches the is like the if, it's got the, it's got the heat logo, right. the emoji, it's
0: got the heat logo, the emoji, the, yeah, 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 with the emoji you joint. Know,
1: heat Nation doesn't slap the same, I, you
0: know. Maybe heat they Nation? should do. No, it's it he Twitter? He Twitter has a has he, has more than Twitter enough cool. loins in the Twitter universe. Okay, about, I don't about, want to pull out Drake and say it. we built this. But he, he Twitter has done a good amount of building in sports. Twitter heat tape. Uh, he, well, he tapes throwback. He tapes the throwback. He can't, you can't. You can
1: He re-tapes. tapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, before yeah, he, he tapes a little bit. <laughs> throwback.
0: You know what I'm saying. Before the
1: technology. Yeah. yeah. Before
0: the before the tech. <laughs> before, before you
1: can throw an emoji into the. End of the before, hashtag, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before
0: Twitter got a little bit of bread. Uh, uh, he tape. <laughs> he taped with some good old Nick's trolling. I don't know if Nick's trolling. All is, all well, yeah, well, Nick trolling never goes right back.
1: now. All that matters
0: right now is hashtag
1: Wolves win um so we'll just do that and that's not even official either but is that
0: the whole is that the whatever. official joint yeah i'm about to say y'all don't got an emoji where is it, is it wolves twitter is it timber i think puppies? we
1: do it's um it should be timber
0: puppies timber. um no but it's, yeah, it's really not a joint i think we do well but you know I, I don't use it that's the best amount of slander that i can do this week for the minnesota Timberwolves because unfortunately for the season i cannot i've lost good. local love i have lost local love this season
1: yeah, that's okay, bro. I mean, I, I didn't want to put too much weight onto it anyways, considering where you guys stand and where we stand. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, what can I say? We, we've, we have a good team right now.
0: Do y'all hear this right now? Hashtag, have good what, team right now. Well, hashtag what can I say?
1: What can I say? You guys are still like a, a top team, you know, in, in the East. So I'm not going to sit here and try to go crazy. But yeah, you have lost You have lost this season.
0: Well, the good tie-in is that the Golden State Warriors could end up being somebody that you see within the next month. If that if the play-in ends yeah. up working well for uh, Minnesota, which I would assume it is because they are multiple games ahead of yeah. 8, 9, and 10 in the Western Conference, yeah. you could end up seeing Golden State. You could end up seeing Memphis. We'll have to see how the um, remainder of <coughs> the West plays out. But we have a very good conversation with Janelle this week on the Golden State Warriors. All the convo that's surrounding Golden State, uh, what, play, what playoff expectations could be for Golden State, and everything that's been surrounding... Just the team in general. I think this is one of the more story teams of the season that ended up getting pushed to the side once Curry was not Mm -hmm. a huge, huge MVP favorite. But there's a lot of good things to talk about for Golden State. So I was very happy to have that conversation between you and I and Janelle. You will hear that in about the next half hour or so because we have the carousel of conversation Mm -hmm. to go on with. We have episode two of Winning Time. Very good episode that we will also go over as well amongst... All of the different headlines that have been going on uh, within the NBA. Let's start. I think it's safe to start. I don't want to go too deep into, into into hashtag winning time just yet because that kind of gives us an excuse to jump into the Los Angeles Lakers. And there's some good Lakers <laughs> yeah. talk that we can have this week. There's some good I'm Lakers sure, talk that sure. I that I will make sure that we do not ignore. No, the next we ain't week. ignoring no.
1: We ain't ignoring nothing. Got to do with the Lakers right now. But let's talk about. Shout out, shout out Devin Booker though, real quick.
0: Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Very happy to see what Devin Booker has said with that. We'll get to
1: Phoenix. We will get to that
0: for sure. And the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's talk about Thursday, March 10th, 2021. A day that, oh, God, 2022. Jesus Christ, where am I? Yeah, relax, bro. Jesus Christ, 2021. I was like, wait, hold on. We're in 2021 right now. Okay. That was a year ago, bud. Thank God. Thank God. March tenth. Well, maybe James Harden's hopes it was two thousand twenty-one. By the way, the Thursday went. I'm
1: sure James Harden hopes a lot.
0: Did we? That, does James Harden hope a lot? Is that what we learned hope, from the past
1: hope week? Hopes he's in the studio. Hopes he's a. <laughs> hopes he's a rap nigga. You know.
0: <laughs> does James Harden want a rap album? Though I, I, I I, 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 I don't know. It, he might just be fans of Little Baby. And uh, his priorities are hilarious, him. bro.
1: If he wasn't as good as he was, like he would probably be out the league. But his priorities are like hilarious, bro.
0: Hey man, man maybe guy, no. maybe 7220 was hot from this week. You know what I'm saying? It was midnight, maybe. midnight release on Friday. You gotta go hit the parties, you know. What I'm so well not necessarily parties, but you gotta hit the guess, release bro. event. You gotta link up. Did you Ooh. play 7220
1: yet? Young yeah, niggas activities. Yeah, I also do a little bit today. Do you like it? Because I'm not
0: too, I mean this, I, I'm I'm, just, I don't want to be. It's really
1: hard, Mark. This is crazy you're <laughs> bring this up because it's like it's like that young boy syndrome for me. Like <laughs> there's this, there's this disconnect with me and like, don't me you me Between
0: you and TYN?
1: Yes, yeah, I don't know, and I don't even know what year it happened where I just, I fell off, like, <laughs> your ears changed. I don't know, bro, like, it just happened. <laughs> One day I woke up, I was like, what the fuck is going on out here, you know, <laughs> but uh, the Dirk shit, and like, Dirk's not really even a young I don't even know really how old Dirk is, but like, I can't quite like, give myself, you know, to like, the, 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 the movement per se, you know, the young boy, the Dirk, like, but uh, I res- I respect it, man. It's some cool stuff, but I'm not like. There's like three records on there. I'm like, oh, that's hard, you know. Mm. Like, I can't really like walk away from that. I'll play that again. But other than that, I mean, I'm not gonna be sitting here running it back from top to bottom or whatever. So it is a lot of content to sit through, too. You know, Dirt his content is uh, extensive about specific things. So if you're in that niche though, and you feel like you know riding out to something, it's definitely worth it.
0: Yeah, it's been a minute since well. It's been a minute since I connected. Well, I don't want to directly say it's been a minute since I've connected with Dirt. Granted, I was on Dirt for a good amount of time. He's good. This He's nu- really good. The the era that he is in right now is obviously very huge. He's about to have the number 1 mm. album right now. Uh probably his mm. highest selling albums uh probably. ever since he started I would like to think. I think the numbers oh, end up showing him yeah. beating Encanto, which Encanto is whipping everybody's ass for the past uh hey, five man. weeks.
1: That's a fate. That's a fade on site, bro, right now.
0: But what Encanto?
1: Yeah man. Might as well push this shit back. Man. Are you in Kanto Hive? They're going hard. I, I watched for the first time. Wow, was, like, I did not last, expect to be
0: in Kanto Hive.
1: Last weekend. Um so
0: yeah it was really cute. It was really cute. I got a little really cute. What, is, it, is, it a wa- is it a watch that I have to have?
1: Yeah, you got to see it, bro. Wow, is this wow? Yeah, you got to watch it. Yeah, 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 for sure. So are these it's, things it's, that
0: James Harden considered? Maybe he was like, it's yo, we're to be in Kanto. It's one of them ones. It might It might be, but I don't want to give too many is, excuses to the Philadelphia 76ers because on this podcast, we gave full spectrum, full vision of what it is for the Brooklyn Net fan and the Philadelphia <laughs> 76er fan. Yeah. We showed Rich's perspective. Of how he felt about James Harden. We showed Am's perspective of how he yep. felt about Ben Simmons. Am's perspective yep. unfortunately came with the backing of Kanye that's West.
1: Still right. To be, here, able
0: to, <laughs> to be able to heighten it. But i I'm surprised they didn't pull it i the surprised They didn't pull us. They let they, they let it rock. Hey, yeah, that's Amp because Am nice.
1: probably got it cleared.
0: You know, he probably paid the fee. <laughs> Kanye cleared it. No, nah, there's a lot, a lot of Kanye, things. Kanye got to clear this. You won't talk too much it. about it. Won't too much talk, talk too much about Kanye. There's a lot of things he got. Um, but Thursday was bad, man. Let's not even sugarcoat it. Let's not make it nice. Brooklyn That's Nets bad. came into Philadelphia and whooped some ass. Now, it's a little bit annoying to some because they were mm. immediately given credit to come out of the Eastern Conference as an eighth seed. Right. But looking at what this a seed is going to entail, they got a couple of games before they make it in the top six. There's still It's still very, very hard to get into that top six for the Eastern sure. Conference because there's so many people that are battling. You're starting to get to the area where you're going to start looking more at who is losing <laughs> to see who's getting dropped down. That's why I was so happy on Saturday because even though Miami right. lost to Minnesota, it Bucks really, end up jobbing to Golden State. So I was like, well, they're not getting close to first. It for you. Exactly. Exactly. So now Thursday happens. Very embarrassing. James Harden, thankfully, looks at the glass half full instead of half empty. Posted a video mm-hmm. Monday. And what's he say? Showing, hey, man. Hey, man, that was fun. Thursday might have been ass to y'all. I just, beat, <laughs> I just beat Reggie Miller. I don't know about y'all, but we good. Five Sorry. and 0. I mean, it's bad to lose five and 0, but hey, man, I just beat Reggie. So how, Let's how, talk how about you know? it
1: do you how'd you take that in because i i saw i saw a video obviously that was this morning right jesus christ yeah yeah uh well, yesterday when you guys hear this but mm-hmm. um you know i thought it was like like distasteful a little bit
0: <laughs> Since six i don't know bro.
1: you know how you know how like when when players uh, when a player scores like 40. Or 50 but they lose the game and then they yeah. ask him after the game like you just had a fit and he's like well we lost so it's kind of irrelevant like whatever mm-hmm. and like there's i think there's a time and place to like go forward and like celebrate stuff but i think mm-hmm. a, a video on twitter is like it's it's damn near like troll it's damn near trolling in my opinion
0: so the responses that automatically came from <laughs> it were not the best it said hey you lost you lost you lost l ratio mm-hmm. yeah why be better? You lost. I mean, you already know you what lost. it was going to look you like. Hey, I mean, yeah, so like. You know what? That might not be the best expect, thing to put. No, I think about it. Why be better might not be the best thing to put in front of a James Harden, uh, underneath the James no, Harden post. He uh, he probably no. has very strong connections and is not playing colors. Oh, no,
1: bro. Like, I don't understand. I don't know. I would have never even. You could you could tell he controls his page, I feel like. like. Sure. There's nobody. There's nobody running that shit for him.
0: But as much as James Harden took the opportunity from Thursday to say, hey, Thursday was rough, yes. Might have been pretty strong for a lot of Philadelphia 76ers fans in Ben Simmons dickhead tease to be able to watch Ben Simmons smile (laughs) and enjoy the 30-point bludgeoning that they gave Philadelphia Mm. at that point in time. They're also looking at the past two weeks and be like, hey, man, I want to have some fun, too. Even though we have a very big MVP finalist, there's 40 and 50-pointers all over this damn league right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like... All, like you just wake up and somebody dropped 40 or 50 and you're like, yeah. Damn. not that it, not that it means less. It's actually really incredible. I think it, it's uh it's a trend that we kind of already called. I mean, I think the league is, like, we always talk about the league's getting better. The league's getting more talented. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just that, but we're also seeing these, these like 50 point games from like players has been in the league 10 plus years, which is really incredible. I'm mm-hmm. um, talking about guys that are quote unquote on their way out. You know, I mean that with no disrespect, but guys who are, two, three years away from basically being out of the league, dropping points. We talking about LeBron, obviously. But man, I, I don't know. It's exciting. Um, I guess it's just a testament of how good the league is. And um yeah, shooting is like at an all time high. You mm-hmm. know, like you, you gotta you gotta have that guy on your team who can go for 40 on any given night, I think. And it's important if you want to move forward. Really some of these teams need two of those guys. So yeah, it's it's really impressive.
0: Yeah, things are getting hectic, man. Playoffs are going to be in a month from now. Positioning is going to be very important. People are going to start looking at their matchups. The immediate thing that I thought was fairly weak from the Philadelphia 76ers is Doc Rivers going out and saying, Hey, oh, we're going to take this next month and uh, just rest hard and be beat. Right. When, 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 when we need to from time to time. You know what I'm saying? And the immediate reaction was, Boo! Running from the grind! God damn it! You're ducking the nets! What the fuck are you doing? But... Who knows where Brooklyn ends up within the next month? They might end up being top six and they have to play the third, which yeah. in our case right now, unless Miami drops out of one, which thankfully they have a good couple of games ahead from the 76ers and the Milwaukee Bucks. The 76ers are literally playing the Denver Nuggets as we are recording right now. So uh, mm-hmm. the first matchup in years for Joel Embiid versus Nikola Jokic, our two, MVP, our two favored MVP finalists going on right now as we watch. So... 76ers can go a little bit higher, 76ers can mm. drop, Milwaukee Bucks end up going to number two, that two-three, you're going to start looking at who ends up being number seven in the play-in tournament, which if it ends up happening right now, you got the Raptors in the Nets, I would like to assume that Brooklyn is going to win that 7-8 contest, and then they will end up being the seventh, whereas Toronto probably have to play the winner of Atlanta and Charlotte to be able to be mm. number eight. So if they end up being number seven, number two is going to be a super, super coveted spot to have you know, to face the Brooklyn Nets, whether or not you think that it is coveted to say, yeah, let's take out the Nets or you want to duck it right, and be like, right. nah, I don't want to play Kyrie, KD, yeah, and Ben Simmons, whether they're seventh seed or not.
1: It doesn't matter because I, I mean, on paper, they're not a seventh seed. So, I mean, obviously it's an issue there. You don't want to have to go against a team that really is a top five team, but they've had issues obviously throughout the season with numerous different type of stuff. So, yeah, I don't want to have to I don't want. To, I wouldn't want to have to deal with them either, uh, especially that low. But you could say that in a lot of areas, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I think even with us, and I'm not trying to just like bring up the wolves, but like I don't, I don't think we're a team that you really want to have to deal with in a playing tournament, regardless of you know who the opponent is. So right now, the league is so good, and it's at a it's at a place right now where. Anything can fucking happen. I'm expecting yeah. like true Cinderella stories in the playoffs, um, which I again I think the league does need it. But we are still on this weird thing of like uh, people not seeing their favorite team at the top, so it's an issue with the league or an issue
0: with a conference or whatever. So sure. Well, in this week's power rankings, we ended up seeing the comment that I thought was very interesting. Um, first sentence that you end up seeing in this week's Power Rankings. Thankfully, thankfully, as I bring this up, nothing has changed. The Phoenix Suns, still the number one team in the league. Miami good, Heat, good, good. still in number two. Uh, I don't want to necessarily say that I'm gritting my teeth, but there is a good amount of Celtic agenda that we're going to have to talk about this week. <laughs> Some of it is very deserved. But, I mean, bro, we got to. What I, think we, to I think we have to at a certain point. Boston Celtics... Tatum is
1: on a fucking tear.
0: So is we can't on ignore it. a fucking... <laughs> Tear and I am looking at it. Bro looks like it is belly. Yeah, bro is
1: looking like he's about to take his shit to the next level. That's another team like I wouldn't want to deal with, you know, if it came down to it.
0: Now they ended up losing in. What's the best adjective that I can use for this controversial fashion to the Dallas Mavericks, uh, one of the well, those being the two teams that have pretty much changed their entire narrative in 2022. So, once January 1st happens, Boston Celtics were not looking as well as they definitely are right now, especially being the number three team in the league. And so, his Dallas Dallas is also grinding very well to make sure that their yeah. position in the Western Conference also yeah, lives we were we were nice. confused
1: about them, uh, about a month or two ago, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, being able to have that conversation with Donnie. Donnie has already told us that if certain things go further for the Boston Celtics, he's coming to the RSPN studios and grabbing the mics. (laughs) So I've changed the locks.
1: Yeah, I'll be forgetting Donnie, bro, is like down for it. Hey, man, he's he's given me plenty
0: of trade scenarios for the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. I have taken them all down. I am completely good. You don't like him? Um, For who? I'm good on calling Cowherd's Cal trade that he proposed two weeks ago when he said LeBron okay, James okay. should come to Miami for um, Tyler Hero, no. Duncan Robinson, and my NBA champion, Kyle Lowry. Completely no. good on that trade, too. Because we have a champion that knows that the real season is about to start. But on the power ranking side, yeah, I started off by saying this is a strange season that it feels like the East is the better conference with more teams that could possibly win the championship than the West. Do you agree? Yeah.
1: <laughs> No, I mean, this is like a slippery slope a little bit. My honest opinion is, my honest opinion is the 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 West has a has issues going on with some of the most popular teams, the Lakers. And when the Lakers aren't there, uh, I feel like we're gonna downplay it a little bit. I don't consider this being an off year for the West or anything of that nature because I'm just gonna be honest, like. I don't think the Lakers are very good, but I still would not want to deal with them in like a playoff type of situation. Hmm. Um, I think they can be beat in seven games, but it's still not a team you want to accidentally like fuck up against, especially considering the season that they've had. I don't think they, I don't know. I don't think they're going to, I don't think it's in them, bro. I don't, but I'm not going to sit here and act like they're not going to be competitive. If if there was a situation to where they, you know, they get in.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, And the East is very, very good. And because of, the fact that they haven't been, I don't want to say last year, but, you know, some years ago it was, like, very top-heavy, and then after that it kind of fell down. You're just like, whatever, who's there is there. Um, It's not like that anymore. So I think we're just seeing a a very, like, competitive conference on both sides. I'm not going to say the West has a better chance or the East has a better chance because we're seeing players uh, really step up and score 20, 30 points that don't average that um and games that are like big games that Mm -hmm. can really make or break the night for you and i don't know i think the playoffs are going to be fucking wild wild west i don't mean literally just for the west but wild wild east as well like this shit's just going to be crazy i think there's enough teams uh going into the playoffs on both sides if you look at ac all the way down from first to ac on both conferences it can go anywhere It can go anywhere now i mean that doesn't say and i think the the East is probably a little bit more entertaining to watch, but you know, I don't know. I would, I wouldn't say one or the other has like a better chance of winning because uh, we, st- we still got Phoenix over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, we, st- we still, still got to deal with that. You know, it's not going to be something, you still got the Warriors who good God. I mean, having all three of those guys back last night, I don't think that's something you want to have to deal with if they're really comfortable in a, in a playoff situation. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm kind of like, I, I just want the regular season to end, you know. I mean, that's just where I sit with it, so we can really see what all the talk is about,
0: and get and get directly to the re, to let's the real to season. It. I see the yeah, okay, just so you're, so you're yeah. lined up with my NBA champion, okay? Let's get to it. I'm not really, I mean, whatever, whatever happens. Now, I think it kind of we kind of know who's
1: good and who's not. I mean, I think there's there's teams that are going to make the playoffs mm-hmm. that they still beat your favorite team. I mean, this is this is the NBA. I don't want it to be an easy thought. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, Lakers got this, or Phoenix got this, or Heat got this, or Bucks even. I think I think. I mean, Bucks are. I don't think they're the team to beat. I mean, they're a team to beat because they're the champions. But oh yeah. But I, I don't know. I feel like teams in the West and the East are much closer than people think. So we'll have to
0: see what happens when we actually get to it. But we're almost there. We well, already know I want Milwaukee's head on a silver platter. So we'll not I know gonna... you do. I know, I know you I know. do. But I don't want you to ask for that, and then like. I will ask for it and take any result. There is not going to okay, be a, I mean, well, I mean,
2: Milwaukee had, but
0: Miami had. No, 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 no. I want Milwaukee to line up, and whether I get slapped in the face or not, the series and the true beef mm-hmm. for Miami ends up beginning, or continuing, I guess we'd say. It's already yeah, gone. Bucks Twitter it and his Twitter are damn near fighting every single night. On games that are not heating Bucks. So it's coming.
1: It's a real. The, storm, the a storm is coming. We spoke about it being like this new age rivalry uh, about a month or two ago.
0: But yeah, I think it matters.
1: It definitely matters, dude.
0: We'll see nah. what happens. Bro. Now, although a storm is coming for Miami and Milwaukee, about 40 years ago or so, the mm-hmm. storm was also brewing in Los Angeles. We saw that on episode two of Winning Time. Yeah. Yeah. Jada Jerry, Jerry was wild. I think Well, yes, Jerry was wilding, but I think it gave a little bit of good context on what happened uh, from episode one. A couple of questions that we had, and obviously, for those that have not been watching, hashtag winning time, HBO Max. We're going to speak about the real-life things that happened as well as on the TV show as well, because if you really wanted all the spoilers to winning time, Wikipedia exists. We are well aware. But yeah. they ended up showing a lot of context into three people, mm. one being Jerry Bus. And how the fuck is he going to turn this team into a winning team that he wants to be without just blindly throwing money at it, which he is very comfortable in doing? There's Jerry West, who has no fucking idea how he is going to coach this team or who is going to lead this team after the past Mm -hmm. couple of years of stress for the Los Angeles Lakers. And then you have Magic Johnson, who had a little bit of a power move last week, ended up Asking for a little bit of money, ended up getting his half a million dollars, played Norm Nixon, the coat came off, the phosphor came off, he got his ass whooped got his ass whooped in front and he's of everybody. Back, and he's back in Michigan, but now he has questions on what is going to happen at home. Because there's still the idea of how he is going to be perceived in Michigan before he even makes his way to Los Angeles yet. And that still has yet to happen. But I thought it was really interesting how they played it. Jerry West. Still fucking stressed out in his house, (laughs) not bathing. They showed him at the very beginning, 1972 NBA championship won. His face is stern. He's finally did it after a decade of getting his ass whooped. Very much so by the Boston Celtics. They beat the New York Knicks. I'm always good. That'll that'll give me a little bit of smile. Just those, just those, uh, how many words is that? They beat the, yeah, beat the New York Knicks. Six words. Hey, man.
1: That's always a gar.
0: Those words always make me smile, but they did not make Jerry West smile. Was at a bar of some random, after some random eulogy of some guy that he didn't know. Mm -hmm. Ended up smashing some girl. Stressed out.
1: Had to get it off.
0: Had to get it off after the decade of frustration. And um, we ended up seeing how he copes with that because clearly what he wants is kind of being given to him, but not really in a way that he's really expecting because he is looking at Jerry Bust like, you don't know a fucking thing about yeah. not only how to play the game, but what the hell I had to do to even get here in the first place. So I think that you're just going to throw a shitload of money at us and watch us fail. And Jerry said, well, you're right on the first part. I'm going to throw a shitload of money on you. Yeah, that's that's, but that's we're, tight. Uh, <laughs> but we're going but, but to succeed at it. So whatever you want, yeah. I'll give it to you. And Jerry West said, ah, yeah. you don't got enough money for that. And Jerry Buzz said, "I, there's a fucking blank check right here. I'm going to yeah, give you the let's money. Do it. Tell, me what, tell me what you want." And that kind of threw Jerry West yeah. off a little bit. He was like, "Oh, well, well.
1: it's it's a cool dynamic seeing uh the you know Lakers uh realizing that it's gonna take just funding the basketball club to get what you want." Because mm. I look at that moment like, "Damn, you know." Before that, they were talking like, "It's the Lakers. This fuck sucks over here. We ain't oh, got." Oh yes. Nothing. Can't get nothing, can't buy the players. Too expensive. I don't want to pay for a power four, you know. I'm like, damn, bro. And then now it's like,
0: no, we got it. Don't worry about it. Like, it even got just, hashtag racial when they wanted, when uh, Jerry West wanted Spencer Haywood, and they're like, whoa, we don't want any of that. We don't want what any of the dashikis in here. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I mean, it is the 80s, it is the 80s. So mm-hmm. I was just like, oh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then again, you have probably the leader of all that, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, at that point in time in the the late 70s going into the early 80s as your center, as your star center, that Mm -hmm. Jerry's going to have to start realizing, okay, Kareem has been getting his ass whipped a whole lot in that paint ever since we traded away our forward and got rid of our size. We have size in Magic Johnson, but he wants to be a fucking point guard. I don't want him to be a point guard. I want him to be a power forward because... I think that we can change all that happy-go-lucky smile stuff that he's doing and change him to an angry black man so that he can go <laughs> into the paint with Kareem and go fucking crazy and we could have a chance to win a championship. Now, that was Jerry West's yeah. perspective. That is not You're right. the perspective of Dr. Buss. His perspective is, okay, we got to turn it off. We got to figure out this championship thing. How the fuck are we going to do this? Starts looking around. Yeah. Goes around having some nice parties. talking do? with David Stern. David Stern's like, hey, man. Whatever you do, we rocking with it because we getting our ass whooped by golf and tennis, nigga. So, so whatever. Yeah, it's about, it's you do, about exposure. It's hey, about exposure man. right now. Whatever so. yeah, whatever you, you do, shit. I'm rocking with yeah, it. Because nigga, we yeah. cannot keep losing the tennis, boy. No, Jack Nicholson Jack Nickels are probably whooping our ass right now. Yeah. So yeah, Jerry I mean, said, no, Don't, she's Don't she's worry, I got tennis, it. But, yeah. So he said, Don't worry, I got it. Hey man. What's that uh where's red at, man? Show me red. <laughs> so and they cut to a fucking scene in the Godfather of the Red Auerbach, yeah. one of the most winningest coaches of all time. As I bring that up, we have a little bit of a window to discuss the most winningest coach of all time now, Greg Popovic. We're also going to be talking about that General a little Greg. bit later with Janelle as well. But how's it felt being able to see in real time um, Popovic beating Don Nelson's record to be the most winningest coach in history?
1: It's cool. It's very cool. I know he was very close. Uh, I haven't necessarily kept up you know, with the Spurs or anything like that, but... Um, yeah, I knew he was very close, and it's a hell of an achievement. I think he's already, we've known he's been one of the greatest for a long, long time now, which is crazy to think about. Like, this is a great achievement. I think a great personal achievement, mm-hmm. but we've already known the type of man slash coach that he is. I mean, this doesn't really change my perspective on him. I think he's obviously one of the greatest of all time. Uh, yeah. I'm sure everyone who watches the sport thinks the same. So, yeah, congratulations on that. That's awesome. I mean, it's, it's definitely a nice thing to say. Uh, so, yeah, it's a it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I don't really watch a lot of Spurs basketball anymore, but you know, yeah, it's it's awesome.
0: You're passionate about you're passionate about Dejounte minutes right now.
1: That's my guy too, though.
0: Dejounte Murray. Hey, man.
1: Yeah, that's my guy, bro.
0: Well, in the '80s, free, free
1: him, free him,
0: free him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Why are you? Why are you taking away Pop's little one of one no, of Pop's Yeah, that, yeah, it's like
1: it's like the one guy popping not. That's what I'm saying. Like win. God damn! Oh, yeah.
0: Why do? Why are you taking? Why you taking things away from Pop after he beats the record? That's so cool. great. Nah, he's a great player. He's a great now, 40 player. years ago, Red Auerbach in a much better position uh, with that, as far as his position on being the huge face of winning in the league, 11 championships, beating the Los Angeles Lakers, giving Jerry West PTSD putting him into bad states. Uh, I think those are all things that he ended up realizing as he told Jerry Buss, I don't think you're ready for this. Because you might see the 11 championships, and you might see Bill Russell, and you might see all this winning, but I am a miserable cutthroat (laughs) bastard that is going to step on you to even get some more in the 80s. I'm
1: not going to change.
0: And the 80s are mine. So Jerry says, all right, all right, fine. I'll figure this this shit out another way. Walks out. We'll see Jerry Bust a little bit later because we see Magic Johnson sexcapades, everything that he's oh. doing with Cookie. Hey man, I want to ask you a question. Uh, <laughs> Did you see a condom? Because I didn't. <laughs> think about it.
1: We, I, I think, uh, I think there's a fact out there that they wasn't using them. I
0: think possibly
1: again. Yeah, spoilers, like spoilers, I,
0: spoilers are all on Wikipedia.
1: The spoilers are in life. If you spoilers,
0: spoilers, <laughs>
2: <laughs> spoilers.
1: I mean, I don't, I assume they're warning me use. I just, you know, just based off hit, <laughs> history. But uh, although it involves, if you don't know Magic and, Johnson, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: it, it, although it involves some sex based and some really green stuff with um, Cookie's boyfriend at that time, or at least the man that she was seeing while Magic mm-hmm. was getting prepared to leave Los Angeles, uh, got some interesting stuff from Magic Johnson and his mom got her a tub that she always wanted, one of the big ones on the nice TV commercial ads that he ended up seeing. Mm -hmm. She did not take too kind to it because she didn't want to be paid for love from her son, whereas she bragged about it to everybody else, her aunts, everybody else in the family, anybody who would listen, according to Cookie. Mm -hmm. So that was a dynamic that you see a little bit on the face of Magic, but I actually did like that they went down the road of... Magic being the smiling optimist, and having that using it well, using it essentially to a little bit of his advantage. He's not completely Nate from Euphoria with it. He's not. uh He's not. You know, taking over a lot of people's minds and being maniacal with it. But in certain cases, he, he tries it with Cookie from time to time. And at first, it's batted down after the basketball game, which was one of the greenest shits that I would have ever seen in my entire life, if if I were to actually see that in person. Wonderful. It actually really works. Happened. What happened? I don't know if it really happened. I mean, it's a possibility. Imagine you're just walking down the street and you see Magic Johnson busting somebody's ass, saying, "Hey, that's my girl." I mean, it might, it might be a little bit, might be a little bit concerning, but it actually it's- works on <laughs> Cookie the second time, and she has a decision of whether or not she's going to take all of this and move it over to Los Angeles, along with the other girl that had planned to go to UCLA for Magic. He was not really feeling that, but now Los Angeles <laughs> is clearly going to be a mess once Magic actually gets down there. You know it. You know it. Scene ends. Jerry Bust says, hey, I was just down there at the forum. We have all these plans with the books. I don't want y'all to look at the books. I want y'all to completely ignore whatever is going on with the money. I want y'all to specifically just look at me as a fucking blank check and tell me what do we have to do to keep the forum lit for an entire 365 day calendar and we'll figure out basketball too but i gotta talk to red red walks up in the forum mm-hmm. and says the same shit that he did before do not try this i am going to whoop your ass don't do it
1: bro
0: right. i'm warning you i'll see you there i'll see you mm-hmm. there and just know i'm going to whoop your ass instead of what you are thinking is going to repeat from 1969 red literally walks into the forum and said the last time i've been in this fucking dump was when I ripped Jerry West's heart out and he got what he feels like is that participation trophy that he ended up super gluing this week. Mm-hmm. So that happens. That happens. Drops the cigar, walks out the forum. Jerry says, you know what? Everything that we thought about the Lakers right now is dead. Don't think about Elgin Baylor. Don't think about Jerry West. Don't think about Wilt Chamberlain. Don't think about the championship that we just won or any of the championships that's, that's that we just, ended up just,
1: yeah, let's do it again. losing since said. then.
0: Destroy and rebuild. Jerry said, that's, it. that's a great fucking idea. But I'm going to hit these baby thumbs. I'm going to hit them right behind my right shoulder. I'm out this bitch. I'm not the guy for head coach. And he leaves. Which was true, by the way. All 100% factual. Yeah. Now,
2: you're going to see who
0: ends up replacing him as head coach. Uh, Very soon in episode three, Adrian Brody uh, is going to end up playing the legend himself, Pat Riley. Mm -hmm. They're going to go into those details with that. But I liked what we have. what's, 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 What's the smile about? Oh,
1: oh, no, I mean, I, Pat Riley's. On, man, I mean, oh, okay. I
0: thought, I thought, I thought it was. What's the? <laughs> I, just, I, just, I what always was that? Like, you do it There was, there was a, little bit, of, a, little, bit a whoever, little bit of a wink there. a
1: little bit of a there. Yeah, whoever's like associated with the Heat, you always give them a nice little. Hint. Whoa, he was. He was. He was not, associated I'm, with, I'm was associated, with associated with
0: the Lakers before before Miami. I, I'm not. I'm not mad at it. Just... Whoa, he was associated with the Lakers before Miami. This is the. you right. i would've absolutely I would have right. done. I would He was. He was. a legend. He was a legend before. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All facts. I think even Knicks but, fans would agree. But you, you know, I mean, you think Knicks, Knicks fans would agree? I think Knicks fans would agree, right? Knicks fans yeah, agree, they would. 100%. right? One hundred percent. Pat, Ryan, I, mean, I, Leg- hope so. I don't I, I, hope so too. Don't be that. Don't be that. I mean, you uh, gotta say it. Uh, don't be that Knicks fan. Don't be that Knicks fan. You know, just don't be Knicks fan. That's all. You know, that's the best hashtag. Understand? I mean. Just understand greatness if you can see it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like Celtics fans wouldn't so. do that. You know, and that Celtics fans. Celtics fans had a good weekend this past week. Kevin Garnett retired. Mm-hmm. Beat between Ray Allen's done. Think about it. Is that a, is that a win
1: for Celtics fans? I think <laughs> that
0: I think that's a big win for Celtics fans. <laughs> At least it is a win for me because Kevin Garnett yeah. talking a whole lot of shit for the past decade. And you know what? I appreciate that he squashed it in public. I liked it. I felt it.
1: Yeah, it had to be in public or we would have never even thought it was real. That's he could have said that they did it. They could have said that they did it behind closed doors. I
0: would have been like, oh well, they probably still got issues. But that's true. That's fair. Gotta see it. Thankfully. 40 years down the line, Los Angeles Lakers are not in the position that they are right now, obviously. Uh, But those that are in much higher positions, the Golden State Warriors, have a lot of conversations between them internally and externally as they are preparing to fight for an NBA championship. We're going to take a quick break and come back with Janelle as we discuss all of the pieces that surround a great 2021-2022 season for the Golden State Warriors. Big talk with Dub Nation as they prepare to fight for an NBA championship. So stay tuned. You'll hear from us soon. Our special guest this week has bylines all around the NBA universe, but also within the NFL universe as well. You can hear her words or read her words in complex basketball news. You could also read her on at keep Blitzen as well for the Carolina Blitz, but she is a corresponding analyst for the San Jose Mercury covering the champion Golden State Warriors I have some immediate thanks because the Golden State Warriors took care of some business that I'm very happy that they did on Saturday night (laughs) Jeff can see a very big smile on my face but we have Janelle Moore in this week to be able to discuss everything that has been happening with the Golden State Warriors and everything in the office board Janelle how are you
2: I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me on your show.
0: Of
1: course, of course. It's a pleasure.
0: Appreciate you ha- Well, appreciate you coming through with us as well because, again, I think the local love that Jeff and I have had, it's a little bit of a segment that we have on RSPN where we talk about our favored teams in the <laughs> NBA. Jeff has a very big smile on his face because his Minnesota Timberwolves have unfortunately destroyed my Miami Heat uh, for this past season. So he has had some... He has had some words for me this week, but it did not come without the Milwaukee Bucks, the reigning defending NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks taking a loss to the Golden State. That's Warriors. really what matters to you. Too. Now, now, I think. I think it's not. not that It's not that, it was, it's not that it was the only what mattered. Us, came with you guys, you
1: know. Yeah, us beating you guys. Yeah, I mean, it really doesn't. You know, that's just for you and I. But in the long run, it's just another win for me. You guys are still very just at just another the top win of for me. <laughs> just another win for us, you know. Um, but you guys are at the top of the table, so that's awesome. But yeah, no, the the, the buck thing is definitely bigger uh, for for you.
0: I want to say <laughs> I want to say that even though it is the not the most important thing, I'm glad that Milwaukee stays a little bit further down as Golden sure. State gets Not the job done though. on Saturday with a big performance from a lot of the Warriors. How did, how did it feel watching that game, you know, on Saturday?
2: It was incredible because I thought that since the Warriors have um, issues with size, I thought Giannis was just going to come in and just really go crazy, but I'm glad that the outcome was the way it was. Um Kevon Looney held his own once again, and he once has again. had an underrated season. Yes. And, you know, he has his faults, but For the most part, he has stayed healthy and, you know, he has remained disciplined defensively, uh, you know, in Draymond Green's absence.
0: I think that's one of the most challenging things for Steve Kerr going into this next month, because as he has a lot of young talent that's coming back, as he has the return of Draymond Green that's also going to be coming, you have a very much bigger performance that we have been getting from Jordan Poole within these past couple of days, from these past Hollander. couple of weeks, holding down the Golden yeah. State Warriors. And the Splash Brothers duo is now getting are we calling it Splash? Are we hey, calling it the Splash uh-oh. nephew? Are we calling yeah, it we're the
2: Splash Trio? The Splash nephew. I like that. There's a follower, there's a yeah. follower uh, on my timeline that called Steph Clay and Poole. The light-skinned mafia. <laughs>
0: okay. Right. Hey, we have a corresponding member either. of the light-skinned mafia on here. It's like, it might be that's even a go. sign I mean, I like
2: I mean that, yeah. that's, that's pretty cool. But, you know, Splash family is cool, too. And, you know, Splash yeah. nephew, I mean, there's no way to to describe cool because he takes in a lot from Steph, specifically Steph and Clay. So, you know, that just seems to be seamless. Mm-hmm. It's just boom right there. Splash nephew. And as yeah, it, it
0: felt goes. like knowing that Jordan Poole, obviously with Klay Thompson having a very big game on Saturday night as well, thirty eight points from Klay Thompson holding it down, Incredible. to be able to say that not only do you have Klay Thompson getting back into a little bit of a of a better rhythm that he has been in the previous weeks, so I already saw two K dropped him from a eighty eight all the way to an eighty three. I was like, damn, his, his the respect yeah, that, for the Golden State Warriors has they, been very it interesting. It capped a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, it was a little exactly. bit, it was a little bit crazy. But having Jordan Poole in that addition helps the performance that you can get from a Stephen curry at that point in time where yes, you have it does. with curry having a night where he's scoring only eight points. You have clay and you have Jordan pool where they're keeping eyes away from the MVP. And it helps teams. It helps yeah. teams. Uh, if you win, you win, man. Yeah it's, yeah. it's just a little bit more difficult We're not to try and set up a, a game plan for
2: that. Coach bud, just dumb self. told the game, <laughs> plan, told the game plan. Right. Right. In the pregame presser. We're going to throw the kitchen sink at Steph. They even face guarded the dude. All, all right. game, mm-hmm. and it was great for Jordan to step up and Clay to get his rhythm. Um, now it's it's good to have that to have those weapons and having a backup point guard is something that the Warriors have been missing for a long time. But Three. something like that, even when Andrew Wiggins have, like 22, also, I think them scoring that big in a volume is kind of an outlier. If that makes sense, you know, you, you got your you pick your poison, but you know, just for having all of them eaten and while Steph is scoring, you know, eight points and just having four shot attempts. Um, that's that's still rare.
1: It is rare. I don't think it's something that you're gonna see frequently. Maybe you may not see it again, honestly. Uh but, but- yeah, it's awesome to see. I mean, if you have a situation where you know Curry's out, maybe you can rely a little bit more on Clay, and he can go for that thirty-eight again, thirty-five. So, yeah, the two K thing is really funny. I've seen guys get injured for like eight months and keep like eighty-eight. <laughs> you know, and I know he's been out for crazy. a long time, Even those two
2: K cats don't really more. know a thing about basketball. And what there you lot, go. Yeah, and what a lot of people don't realize about Clay returning like is this: <laughs> this is just another stage of his rehab. Mm-hmm. If anyone yeah. expected the Clay to come back and to be the Clay Thompson that we all know and love, is a fool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think you got to
1: give him some time. For you, you, sure. have, you, have
2: to, you have to get his timing back. Remember, it's been two years, two catastrophic injuries. Yes. So he's going to struggle out the gate, and for for him to score 38, he needed that. He needed that for his own confidence because there's been Absolutely. some times uh, during even the homestand that I've um, been blessed to cover, he has been aggravated with himself and aggravated with himself during this, um, this, uh, that's bad patch they had. Mm. So he want to get out there. He want to compete. He want to get back to normal and get back to normal his normal as soon as possible. But like coach Kerr said, it's going to take time. And again, you know, you got to temper your expectations a little bit and for 2k to, you know, downgrade him for his, uh, his injury is just, just really out of pocket
0: it's not weird I, you know I, I it's, and it's, it's, weird. yeah his his yeah, normal is very very high though again these are like two
2: huge
0: injuries that not a lot of people one come back from so for him to even come back and to be able to have the night that he is it's having he looks super exciting and water poured on him is great to be able to have clay thompson back at that mm-hmm. stage i think even that 38 is even something that clay looks at and says oh, well okay. you know 38 is nice but I want to get look, back look. to those 50s. I want to get, I want to get back to well, I, everybody's having fun this week dropping 50s. Oh. I want to have fun with them having these 50-point games this season.
1: Off those injuries, though, you know, he could have scored 28, and I would have been like, damn, Clay had a good yes. night. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? But the fact that it was what it was, is still, like, it's incredible. So as long as we still see those flashes while he's uh, getting back to his form, I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with it. I know, think the, the playoffs would be a perfect situation.
2: His return is another wrinkle. And I mm-hmm. – Even I had an article about that, how he's driving to the lane more. Yeah. And he said uh, he always had it. I thought maybe it would be a byproduct of his recovery, his um, rehab, but he said he always had it in his bag, and he he wanted to show it. And that gives another dimension to our offense. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's been a hell of a week for Golden State. I must say, Monday started off off a little bit rough. Obviously, a lot of people sat on Monday. Denver ended up getting the win. We saw the – We saw the child that was in the crowd that was not very happy that she missed Stephen Curry, but they ended up making up for that. They came (laughs) back crazy against Denver. They did. We got another dub against an MVP finalist Saturday night, another dub against an MVP finalist. I think these are the wins that a lot of people want to be able to discuss more for golden state, because I think it's going I to, I mean, obviously we're recording a little bit early uh, right now, this week's power rankings are not out as of yet, but once those power rankings come out, they're 10 from last week after having a little bit of a bad stretch. I think it's going to bump them up a little bit more into places that they want to be in these conversations of being able to compete for an NBA championship. But From the headlines all the way from October going into right now, it has it has to have felt like a roller coaster for a lot of Warriors fans. How is it, Janelle, in the in the I don't want to say, well, I don't know if they have a specific name, if if it's just hashtag Warriors Twitter or if there's anything more a little bit better that they uh, name themselves. But how has it felt just looking at the local opinion from the fan opinion of how this season has been for Golden State?
2: Yeah, they go by Warriors Twitter or Dub Nation. Ah, it has been a roller Nation.
0: That's it. Yeah,
2: it has been a roller coaster ride. I mean, um, especially early in the season when Steph was going crazy, you know, he, he was leading in the MVP race. Okay. And then Coach Kerr tinkers with his minutes and, you know, starting to experiment. And Steph take this weird slump, which the minute tinkering is. Kind of a reason for that not this whole reason but mm. part of it it's been a roller coaster ride you know even some warriors fans kind of turned on Steph a little bit the same cats that was turning on clay and then that's that's pretty sad to see you know they're not doing it no more <laughs> they, yeah they're, they're not doing it no more and and some of the they're stuff it, it isn't isn't even really a lot of them don't really mean it like that a lot of it is to get Steph going because for whatever reason Steph admitted that he reads Twitter mm-hmm. to kinda of get himself going during halftime. If it was me personally, I wouldn't admit that stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he you know what I'm saying?
2: That. You, you, you kinda give, you're kinda giving you a
1: legend
2: have, man. giving fans a little bit, you know, more credit than they they deserve in that aspect and for, for them to keep, you know, feeding it. But hey, if it if it works, if he goes out here and playing like the M V P or play at the M V P caliber, I guess you know, you can't really hate on it too much but me personally i I wouldn't admit that but that's just me yeah
1: no i I understand that mark and i had a conversation earlier in our season about uh just curry you know having some off games or not being like at his top performance and i remember him and i basically just you know we didn't want to have a long conversation about it because he's Stephen curry you know there's not much what i mean all these players are going to have these moments where they're they're not their best you know some of the greatest players in the world we've seen lebron go through it here (laughs) this past two three years but I, I wasn't gonna make a story about Curry having, you know, a bad week or what. You know, it wasn't really mean. And then I think the next month he was like out of control. He went on an incredible run, and we're like, well, there's that. You know. But see, so, that's
2: that's just the the price of greatness. You know, the the good players. I think it was Kobe that said this, or or I'm paraphrasing. See, the good players don't really get this. It's always the great ones that gets the hyperbole. Yeah. Whether in praise and in criticism, it's mm. always those. It's the same with Braun. You, you know, it, it's the price of greatness. So, exactly, it just is what yeah, it, it, it is. And and the way that uh, Steph navigates it is, and even the way that LeBron navigates it uh, to an extent is, I think it's the way to go about it. You know, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, don't get too high and don't get too low. You know, well that's Steph. He don't get too high on the the gas or the praise, and don't mm. get too low on the slander or the criticism. And you know just keeping it even that's the way to do it but again you know i, I wouldn't have admitted that i would i read the timeline <laughs> you know some players
1: oh, you can't do sensitive. that yeah.
2: they'll they'll, 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 they'll flip out they'll spaz out and then they'll get into their own head even more <laughs> because and of and
0: replying replying back to some of them yeah. things too
2: yeah. no no need for that
0: yeah, I don't uh, think yeah. I don't think Curry's ever been that. Co- I mean, we did see audibly what he thought about Cleveland and the uh, and the booze during All Star weekend. We saw the yeah. performance that we saw the performance <laughs> that 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 came from that. But, the, 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 but that's the how you do
1: it, though. Yeah, exa- exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. When you drop threes after you booing me and my yeah. wife on a on a uh, admittedly bad NBA All Star segment, uh, you end up seeing how he want. can respond to those types of things. And nobody wants to see that type of performance in uh, the NBA playoffs, especially when he is your opposing team that he that you are facing but from a curry perspective i think the conversation for this past season has been very interesting in where people have tried to navigate where a little bit of these slumps do come from and i ended up seeing something that you retweeted janelle from at sheridan blog he actually had a very interesting point that i thought maybe need a little bit more eyes maybe a little maybe needed a little bit more attention on how people discuss stephen curry even on his own team Matt Sheridan blog said Curry needs to wake up big time. He's got guys in the organization that don't actually support him like they're supposed to, or at least the way he supports them. There are egomaniacs all over the place from the front office, the coach, and apparently some of his own teammates. They want credit over Steph. And he went on to say case in point with, season this, uh, with Draymond Green this season out of his own mouth. I thought the quote of him wanting finals MVP in 2016, that raised my eyebrow a little bit. So he brought up that. He brought up the fact that Draymond wants to be in the MVP convo. He brought up the fact that he wants Curry off ball a little bit more in, I'm sure, pieces that he is talking about, maybe on TNT or maybe within his own Twitter, things of that nature. Um, We have not discussed Andre Iguodala's new podcast yet because it ended up just coming out within the past couple of days. But he has the Point Forward podcast Mm -hmm. with himself and Evan Turner, Evan Turner from the 2010 NBA draft. Um, They had Stephen Curry as one of their first guests in their debut last week and said there was a revelation story from Andre that Draymond complains about Curry's shot selection a whole lot. And Sheridan said, well, Sheridan Blog said, does this sound like a teammate that supports the real MVP? So do you think a lot of these things even internally gets to Steph at that point?
2: That I, I really don't know. But what I do know in the dynamics of a locker room, you know, it, it's like a family because you are around these guys more than your own family. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're not going to all get along. You know, blow-ups happen. You mm-hmm. know, quirks, you know, some pet peeves happen. That's right. how I look at it with Stefan Draymond. I mean, I, I haven't heard anything about him uh, wanting the finals MVP. That's, that's something that I find interesting and maybe – who knows if, if they would have won that game seven, how that would have gone. But
0: yeah, exactly.
2: I haven't heard, I haven't, yeah, heard um, I haven't heard anything about that, but Sheridan do have some points there. You know, Steph is the guy that is so selfless and that's his biggest flaw. You know, he he's doing that for the greater good of his team. And sometimes they get taken for granted. It gets taken mm-hmm. for granted by some of his teammates and some, some of these guys, you know, in, and a few games, these guys even look off of Steph. It seems like mm-hmm. what you know. Some of the guys that don't really have the equity to do that. I know Clay does. I ain't talking about Clay, but I'm talking about the others. Some people call them scrubs. My mom's calling them
1: funky. <laughs> oh my goodness!
2: <laughs> she don't even watch basketball like that. So <laughs> I, I picked that up from her. And they, they walking around like, the, you know, they should be taking the shots. And and. In in the ecosystem of Kerr, it is those role players or those flunkies on the floor are the most empowered because he still carry that complex. Mm,
0: sure.
2: That's that's how I look at that. But as far as Draymond, I mean to Draymond's credit, he knows what he is. He knows that he's just as important to the warrior success as Steph is, as Clay is. And I don't even think Steph or Clay really um, make it seem like that he's less than. It's some, some of these yeah, fans yeah. that think he's less than
0: right. important.
2: And they do it out of a convenience if they want to, you know, he's important when it's time to bash Steph. Mm. They really overrated his um, importance, but his importance is not taken from for granted from uh, Warriors fans. You know, and I, I really don't think um, Draymond is trying to reap credit from Steph and I, I see Draymond, you know, give Steph his props yeah. and show love. And, and it's he like this that, yeah. all the way around. So, I, you know, I don't look at it like that. But I, I do feel like sometimes the organization takes Steph's for granted, his kindness for weakness sometimes, and just what he does for that organization for granted, especially sometimes when it comes to Kerr or even Laker. And that's what, one of the reasons why I felt like he should have um, weighed his options during uh, the, the extension. Yeah, to to make him say, "Hey, don't forget." Kind of him on the ropes really a little it. bit. Don't forget yeah. who really got you all this. Don't don't forget who built Chase.
1: I know. Even but if I, you intend on coming back, you yeah, know.
2: Yeah. Who's gonna yeah, come back? Make him back? sweat but a little bit. Yeah, yeah I would have made him sweat a little bit because sometimes he yeah. gets taken for granted, and that is because you know Steph. Steph has been exposed to the NBA, and he he moves like his dad did. And I'm not saying that the diss, but you know, Dale was a six man. And the way that it was back then and now, I mean, as far as the politics of it goes, I mean, it's the yep. same, but the difference is Steph is a star. So right. the way that he operates has to be different. Some of the things that work for Dale does not work for Steph. And that kind, that's kind of...
0: To add context on Draymond's quote, he actually said it on JJ Reddick's podcast. He said, the one thing when I look back at it that bothers me is if I would have been the finals MVP, and that totally changes the narrative. Good luck leaving me off the NBA 75 if I was finals MVP. Good luck even having a debate if I'm a Hall of Famer or not if I was a finals oh. MVP. When I look back on that All from right. a selfish standpoint, which I rarely do, I would have been finals MVP, and that changes the course of everything so just like clay i feel like draymond also feels a way about this nba 75 list a lot of people have felt ways about seventy five list. yeah And my personal
1: opinion is based off of what i saw right that dynasty that time frame of that many wins and those main champions i mean both of them are future hall of famers in my eyes yeah i don't really guarantee I, I don't even like it's not even like it's not even a question for me i'm not gonna argue with anybody who doesn't think draymond and 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 clay aren't hall of famers uh so i I don't know i mean i i feel draymond i feel like he definitely probably reads into a little bit more uh of like what everyone else is talking about and it gets to him a tad bit more so he speaks on it and obviously you know his his voice in the media right now is great like clearly when he's done in the league we know what he's what he's doing because he's Mm -hmm. great at it like he's perfect Uh, and he really is. And I think that is why he's also hes I think he's spewing a little bit more information than he has to because of that, too. Like, I think he's just in that mood. And that's fine. That's his prerogative. Draymond's always kind of been that way. So this is not necessarily a surprise. Yeah. Um. So. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a good point to make.
2: Yeah, that's why I have, I have really been tripping over his comments. And, you know, I haven't heard the pod, but just hearing the full quote in the context, I mean, you know, you have to have that kind of confidence, especially. Coming from where he came from, being a second round pick. Yeah. You know, that's what, that kind of stuff is what drives a heavy so, chip. Yeah. You know, some people get off on having that chip on the shoulder. I mean, I, I get that. I get all that. I even have a chip on my shoulder um, in terms of my media work. Mm, right. You know what I mean? So I, I get all that. But Sheridan is right in a sense as to, you know, not Draymond, but the others seem to take a step for granted. So I, I get that.
0: Yeah, I think it's something that you're going to want to pay attention a little bit more into that. And even if for those that might be fans that kind of want to stay outside or stay away from a lot of the noise that surrounds Curry or even any of the other Golden State Warriors for their stories. Because there's been a lot of headlines in Golden State. I think many want to see what the Warriors are going to do as they are still very well positioned. In the Western Conference and being ready to fight for an NBA championship, their odds are a lot better than many that are getting a lot of uh, national talk as of right now on who is going to be contending for an NBA championship. And I think I think that's mainly where, it, at least to me, I think that's where Curry's head would be locked in a whole lot more. And even so, with Head coach Steve Kerr. We've seen plenty of coach from uh, plenty of quotes from Steve Kerr for these past couple of months regarding Curry, regarding minutes, regarding who's going to start, so on and so forth. There was a quote that we ended up seeing a past. Um, I think it was this weekend from Steve Curry said, "What's becoming apparent to me this year is that we could have a different starting lineup from game to game in the playoffs, series to series. This is not the Warriors from five years ago when you knew exactly what was coming. We're not a veteran team in terms of having a set." eight, nine man rotation. And I thought that was interesting because in the next month or five, well, you we have about four weeks to go until the NBA playoff start. That is when your rotations and who is going to play for your team ends up getting a whole lot more solid. You don't get a lot of risks that come from head coaches making their rotations and making their lineups once it is NBA playoff time. But Steve Kerr thinks he has a lot of different weapons that he can throw at people in the Western Conference and hopefully make their way to the NBA finals again.
2: Yes, I saw that quote and uh, about different lineups, uh, specifically the starting lineup, and I I get it, but I don't get it at the same time because when you look at it, um, chemistry matters, continuity matters as well. Mm-hmm. Th- this set setup with Steph, Clay, and Pool. If it were me, but you know what do I know? I, I lean into that as much as possible and get that chemistry going, and get and get them solidified on playing with each other more and get that continuity going for these uh, last few games uh, during the stretch of the season and, you know, unleashing it during the playoffs. I mean, it, you know, that that kind of thing matters, and it's so underrated, you know, having those reps, having that work put into, you know, playing with each other. Mm-hmm. And slip-flopping with lineups kind of alters that. But I get you want to um, keep opposing teams guessing and, you know, throwing out their plans on the scouting report. I mean, I get that, but at the same time, it's a slippery slope to me.
0: Do you think he's learned that from uh, a man that has had a hell of a week within the past week? He is now the (laughs) all-time winningest coach in Greg Popovic. Steve Kerr being one of the most, if not the most successful protege of Greg Popovic since... He was able to separate from the team and had a great time with the San Antonio Spurs and being able to learn from Gregg Popovic, bringing that over to Golden State and having the era that he has built in there as well. The Warriors see the Spurs on Sunday, so Pop does have the opportunity to run that number up a whole lot more. But it's going to be an emotional week for Steve Kerr, being able to, to see the man that has taught him so much now become the, mo- the most winningest NBA coach that we have, and we've been able to experience it. Literally Open the entire the run from it. at least from our age, we've been able to experience the entire run that Greg Popovic has had. Now seeing that and seeing Steve Curtin, now having a team like Golden State as of right now, you kind of want to see him build more of those ideas that Papas had and start bringing them into Golden State. I think the quote that he had with that, just knowing how much different weapons he has compared to what it was a couple of years ago, where you knew it was going to be Steph, where you knew it was going to be clay or (laughs) Igudala or Draymond, or you'll get whomever they run at the center and Festus Azili or anything like that. JaVale McGee, so on and so forth. You kind of knew it was coming compared to what we have right now, where a lot of people want to see those youthful players on the court. Exactly.
2: Yes. Yeah, I agree. And, as far as Popovich goes, I mean, Kerr has taken a lot from both – Pop, well, taken a lot from Popovich, even more than Jackson. You know, he's been influenced by both, but he, he is more Popovich than Jackson to me. Yeah. You know, the the yeah, way that he on. is – he's stubborn in his game plans sometimes and his <coughs> flexibility. Yeah, it, it's true. And a lot of Warriors fa- fans, are, a contingent complains about how fl- uh, how rigid he is. Hmm. And I guess to his credit, he, he's trying to learn from that in some senses, and this is why he wants to experiment with lineups, for example.
0: Yeah, those lineups are going to be. I think I think being able to watch Golden State at that point, especially in this next month, they have a from what we have remaining. It's a pretty. I wouldn't say necessarily easy because any losses can happen at random points at times. But this week they're going to have Washington boston is a big game that's going to happen on wednesday the spurs on sunday they have still have games remaining against miami phoenix utah games yeah those will be their bigger games for the remainder of the season but for the rest you're going to want to see golden state gel and get ready for a good playoff battle because right now even though they have their own battles that they're going up right now against the west they still fighting with memphis game Mm -hmm. after game to try and get second they're going to start looking at Okay, if they stay second, let's just say Phoenix is solidified at one and they continue to win the way that they've been winning without Chris Paul. Devin Booker's been having crazy games and holding Phoenix down at that point in time. Let's just say Phoenix stays one. They're gonna be like, okay, we gotta fight Memphis to get two. Who would we possibly play when it comes to the play-in? Because the Minnesota Timberwolves are far ahead of everybody else that is in the Western Conference play in. There's a good chance that you're gonna face Minnesota. Or you could face any of the other three that are in that Western Conference conference playing but as they fight things out in the west they're probably also looking at all the fun that's being had out in the east and how much of a bloodbath the east is looking like as of right now because within the past week we've had darius garland dropping 40 kyrie and kd have had their 50 point performances the brooklyn nets are getting a lot of love even even if it's pissing people off that an eighth seed that still is trying to fight to get top six in the east is having conversations day by day of whether or not they are the team to beat in the east that seems to upset a decent amount of people but brooklyn's month is not done they don't want to specifically stay and play in contention there's a lot more to watch from brooklyn boston is joining dallas as two of the best teams in 2022 dallas just got a big w a couple of minutes ago against against boston that was a big game from luka Doncic. Having a win against an Eastern favorite, especially the NBA champions like the Milwaukee Bucks, was something that was really good to set the tone for the next month of Golden State Warrior basketball. Because even though they have their fights in the West, they're also looking at the East, too, just in case they have to start figuring out, Okay, maybe we do have a good shot of making the finals. Who is going to be the team that we might have to watch a whole lot more?
2: Yes, I agree. The East is really strong, stronger than what many people realize. And some people think that the West is getting, you know, kind of watered down this year. And and to have a win like that against the the champs, I mean, and a, a win that, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, ex, you know, expected a blowout, you know, to go Milwaukee's way. That's that's huge, and that's that's what Steph was talking about. You know, when he said, you know, we don't want to get in that losing mode, mm-hmm. talking about ramping up and finishing the season strong. So, right. that's what he was talking about. And and the Warriors have been having have swept the season series against Brooklyn, mm-hmm. beat Philly. It, sh- it should have beat them again, but you know, have one of those bad games from Steph, I think they've beat Miami at home. I mean, they've had some quality wins and that, yeah. and that was a thing earlier, you know, when golden state was like killing everybody. A lot of people thought, well, su- uh, schedule you know, was going in their favor, but they've beat some quality teams and, qu- and a bit of them came from the East. So, it's good to have something, you know, have that momentum.
0: If the playoffs started today, they face the Denver Nuggets, and just like we saw last week, to be able to come back crazy against the huge, huge MVP favorite in Nikola Jokic, I think is something yeah. that Golden State is going to want uh, to to be able to remember. If there is a playoff series that you're going to face against. Denver now, not sure if Jamal Murray is going to make it back in time, not sure if Michael Porter Jr. is going to make it back in time, if they're just waiting until a good time in the playoffs to be able to make it back, but facing Golden State, you would think they're probably going to... You need those guys. Yeah, you're more than likely going to need them to face a Golden State that is very strong and very ready to make this playoff contention, and if they don't, if Golden State gets number two, you you start taking a look at who you prefer. Do you prefer the Minnesota yeah. Timberwolves over the Clippers? Do you want to make sure that the Los Angeles ma- – uh the, the, oh, the Los Angeles slurs. The Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> make it. Uh, they might not make seven. You might have to – the I think one will end up facing the eight, and that would involve you catching up to Phoenix, which Phoenix is already locked in playing contention playing uh, playoff contention. So they're, it's in the seven and a half games out. This is fucking crazy. I don't think they're going to be yeah, that's, But if you stay tuned, you start looking at who your gonna seven be. is going to be, and you start trying to look at favorites.
2: Well, see the way i look at it is this regardless of seeding you still have to win 16 games yeah you know it, it you know yeah. it doesn't matter who
1: it's the league bracket
2: we in you know you still have to go out there and you still gotta win. You still gotta execute regardless of who we face and as far as if we face denver we don't know what kind of shape michael porter jr is going to be in we don't know what kind of shape that jamal murray is going to be in mm-hmm. and there were some games against the nuggets that we should have won anyway so um I'm confident if the worst was to get the nuggets, you know, we're, we're confident in listen to we, they, they should be confident. (laughs) And them um, beating beating Denver and going on to the second round, because remember there was a couple of games that they left on the table. And especially that one against the all, you know, before the all-star break Hmm. when they had that last minute three, you know, they, they didn't rotate. They didn't think of, um, defending the corner three and that's been their biggest issue that they need to tighten up. They need to defend the corner three more as long as hitting their corner threes as well
0: yeah offensively and defense and defensively I think Golden State is going to be a very interesting team to watch going into these playoffs so to make sure that you can tap in with Golden State not only for the remainder of the month that's left in the regular season but also within the NBA playoffs as well make sure that you tap in with Janelle Moore at E -E 12 on Twitter you can catch all of her words on Twitter along with the discussions of what goes on within sports on Janelle's page Janelle thank you so much for coming through We're very happy to have you. Thank
2: you. Thank you so much for having me, guys.
0: That was good, man. Very happy. Very happy to have that conversation. Officially, our first Warriors fan. Yeah, I was gonna say on RSPN. I I like it.
1: I feel like we started. So we started this podcast really at the height of their success.
0: Yes, and we didn't have a we
1: didn't have a a, war. We didn't have a Warriors fan at that point in time. Yeah, it's very weird to even like think about. because That's why I was trying to say, like, man, we didn't have anybody over for Dub Nation, but uh, you know, hey, I mean, now's not a bad time. All things considered, I mean, we we saw the very height of it. We saw them kind of get a little bit low, but even their low was like a lot of other teams would have accepted their low. I yeah, mean, they just had some injuries, uh, and then they came back right. You know, they're back. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Very
0: awesome. Good perspective to hear. um, You know, coming from someone straight from Dub Nation. Yeah, that's awesome. Now tonight. And especially throughout the remainder of the week, expect to see a schedule that is a little bit different. March Madness Just tell me who is... Wolves
1: play. Just tell me who Wolves play. Tell first. you who the Wolves
0: play all this week? Okay, we can do that. You know, fuck <laughs> it. You know, fuck it. Because you know, March Madness no, is about it's... to throw everything off. March Madness no, is about it's... to throw everything off this week. Hey, real quick,
1: bro, Before you say something about March Madness and we, and we get up out of here. Bruh. EA, EA Sports had the nerve... <laughs> to, to tease? EA, EA Sports had the nerve to tweet about March Madness, which so really pisses me off because I know they don't have <laughs> I know I know they don't have a game like in the making for like, but people want college basketball back like they want college football back you know yeah. so
0: it's like how, how dare you man? people want the ooh don't give me hope don't give me hope yeah not, it's not gonna y'all. be another college hoops but you know, so sounds, disrespectful I, I guess they're working on the college football one so I guess they might have a little bit they of are. leeway are. with that I could say um no Timberwolves <laughs> games tonight unfortunately no Nets play really, the Magic. Really, really he played the Pistons. Pacers played the Grizzlies. NBA TV, eight PM tonight. Pelicans and the Suns. That is on NBA TV. So no TNT tonight. Expect all TNT TVs fully within March Madness. So that's going to be a little bit different. Uh, tomorrow night, though, we have our traditional ESPN doubleheader: Nets and the Mavericks. Two that's, very that's important a, teams fighting for playoff position.
1: Where's tomorrow the game? night
0: on ESPN? Say it again. Games
1: in, games in Dallas. Uh, games in Brooklyn. Oh, okay, cool. James and I wasn't sure if like Kyrie was going to be in other people's locker rooms or not. I was trying to figure out like what was actually going to happen.
0: Nah, they'll a save it. Well, I don't know if they'll save it. It's just going
1: to be like in other locker rooms. I would. You know
0: what I'm saying? Well, don't they? Don't 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 piss Mike <laughs> Wilbon off again, boy. Don't don't get barred up by Mike again. Now we didn't. I mean, don't piss don't don't piss Mike Wilbon off, boy. That boy the the like transition
1: a of- to that game to Katie's game and then the interview and then the fine <laughs> is beautiful. <laughs> bro. It's like instant karma. <laughs> like, it, it blows The New York City mind.
0: mayor said, nigga, y'all better find them niggas, before yeah. I make this even 10 times worse. Yeah, because he can. That's followed he by can. the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics tomorrow night in yeah. San Francisco. That will be very interesting because Jason Tatum, again, on a very huge tear. A lot of people have said he should be further in MVP conversation. I would like for many to calm that the fuck yeah. down, but it's a great <laughs>
1: Yeah, Past I don't think months. he's been consistent enough for us to really talk about it um, on that level. But yeah, he is on a he's
0: on a really, yeah. It has been a two great two months. months. We if got our playing w. like this from the in start, November man. by all means. But we got he our is. W already this week. John Morant's already number four. He's coming for that number three. Just wait. Uh, Lakers also play the Timberwolves tomorrow, 8 p.m. No, we're going to smack them. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, so you're going to be like, okay, I'm, I'm hoping y'all are in RC, uh, You know RC, what? Let me, let me, chat let me to off. be able to bar all the Laker fans up in there.
1: LeBron, LeBron's been busting 50, so I got to be careful. Don't
0: let him, don't let him, buzz, don't let him bang on Cat. Hey, man. Yeah.
1: No, no, he, he can get a 50-piece as long as they lose. I don't, that's probably even
0: better. Uh, Tomorrow, oh, Thursday, excuse me. Thursday's only one game, literally one game, the Magic and the Pistons. 7 p.m., NBA TV. They expect this week to be full of March Madness. Full, full, yeah. full, full, full of March Madness. And maybe next week we get can your have parlays a bit more in more of a conversation. Oh parlay's yeah, parlay gang is about to eat. Did you,
1: did you see ESPN? It's like the number of like bets for March Madness is like record breaking. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because these
0: parlays been hitting, man. Been hitting. Man. Uh, Friday night. Only one game that's televised: Suns and the Bulls, 10 p.m. NBA TV. That's a big game. I think Bulls wanted to get a, a couple more wins against these very big teams, especially the number one team in the league. That'll be very big if Demar Derozan and the Chicago Bulls can pull that off. Uh, any Wolves games on Friday? No, no Wolves games that are on Friday. Saturday, uh, there's we only need more opportunity
1: to get to sixth place, man. You
0: I'm know what I'm saying? More opportunities. Saturday, though, you get your shot at the NBA champions. The Timberwolves play the Bucks 5 p.m. on League Pass. Uh, there's only one game that's televised, so no ABC game on Saturday night. There's only one that's televised on NBA TV. It's Charlotte Hornets and the Dallas Mavericks at 7 p.m. on NBA TV. Wizards also play the Lakers again, but this time it is at Washington, and the Cavs play uh, the Pistons. Sunday is usually your big traditional uh, ABC and ESPN type night. None of that is going on on Sunday. Everything is literally on League Pass.
1: Yeah, that's going to be... Uh, Sunday Is is... Not going to
0: be the day. Yeah, you've got Warriors going up against the Spurs. So as we talked about, Steve Kerr and Greg Popovic, that will happen on Sunday at 8.30 on NBA TV. Sixers play the Raptors. That's a very big Eastern Conference matchup. We're cool. looking at positions. Uh, Celtics also play the Nuggets. That will be a very big game. Knicks play the Jazz, game. King Suns, mm-hmm. Magic and the Thunder, the Hawks and the Pelicans, Rockets, Grizzlies, Pacers, Blazers. Very calm week. In the NBA, because everything is going to be March Madness. March fucking Madness out. We'll I think give a little bit more time I, to March Madness next week.
1: I think that's fine though, too. Um yeah, I'll be locked in, so I'll have some I'll have some information on March Madness. But uh as far as like the week being a little, you know, calm because of March Madness, I'm totally fine with it. I'm i I'm so ready for postseason, That is it's ridiculous. So Absolutely. yeah, it's cool. It's cool.
0: And we're gonna be getting that much closer to the NBA playoffs. So make sure that you tap in to at rspn on rnc you'll be able to tap in with all that again shout out to janelle for coming through at j a -A double a e double l e 12 to make sure that you tap in with janelle and stay locked in with dub nation um you can catch up with us on our rspn twitter page as we discuss everything that's going on within the outfit of course you'll see us on twitter as well so until then see you next week